Hey guys, it's Brooke Eagle, and we are back with another episode of the Forsyth Magazine's podcast. And today I have Stephen Georges, one of the owners of Little Richard's Barbecue. What's up? Thank you for having me. Yeah. Excited to talk a little bit about barbecue. Yeah, thanks for coming. So right before we started recording, we were talking about how many locations y'all have now. So five. So we have five Little Richards locations now. Um, our newest location is on Stratford Road. That's our newer concept. We called it the Little Richards Bar and Q. It has yeah. a full bar and an expanded menu. So we're pretty excited about it. It's been a it's been a fun two years. Yeah, because when did when did that open? It was like right covid time <laughs> we opened in august of 2019 and oh. just as we were getting our feet wet that's when covid hit so yeah it was, a, it was a little bit of a challenge but you know what doesn't break you makes you stronger so i believe we've come that. out of it and um, things are going well yeah so where are the other four locations for those who are living under a rock and don't know <laughs> so our four other locations are around winston we have um, one in clemens one in mount airy one in walkertown and one in yadkinville very cool so i live in clemens and that like party deck thing that y'all had that was so cool whose idea was that actually it was a customer's idea um his name was toby robertson he does um he owns specialized mobile exhibits and they make those types of things for um nascar races concerts all these other types of events and um he wanted to try to promote that and, and help the extended community um the restaurant community with the challenges of COVID and seating capacities. And so he came and said, Hey, I want to put this out there. Would you guys be willing to do it? And um, to us, it was like a saving grace because if you've ever been to our Clemens location, it's rather tight inside and social distancing with six foot in between tables left us about six tables in the restaurant. Mm. Um, but with the double decker, we were able to, you know, expand that quite a bit. Yeah. And it was a challenge. Um, we did it for a while. Um, just going up and down those stairs all day long. It was a nice workout. <laughs> um, you got your steps in. Definitely. I'm sure the servers were like, oh. Yeah. I mean, let's say the servers were not the most thrilled if they had the section on the top. <laughs> but um, people probably requested that. Like, can I sit on top, please? <laughs> yeah, it was popular. And, you know, and it, it really helped. And it wasn't during the summertime. We tried to make it fun. We played some music out there and just, you know, tried to make it as fun as possible, especially considering we were just coming out of quarantine and people were you know, locked up for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really helpful up until the seating capacity restrictions kind of, um, loosened up a little bit. It was really helpful, particularly in that location where we didn't have yeah the ability to serve people. Thinking outside the box. I like it. Yeah. So how long have you been in the restaurant world? I've been in the restaurant world pretty much my entire life. Um, so my dad and uh, another gentleman named Gary Sizemore started Little Richards in 1991. Okay. Um, they kind of grew the business over the years. I started working. I probably shouldn't say how young I was when I started working. <laughs> you work for the family business, and that's okay. Yeah, it's like Ch Child labor laws, I'm pretty sure, were not being followed. But yeah, regardless. don't worry. I was out delivering <laughs> magazines too young, too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but grew up um, starting from the back to the front, washing dishes, um, working in the kitchen, serving, um, and then eventually got into opening and closing, kind of like shift leading when I was in high school. And yeah, and just kind of fell into it. I went to college with no intention of being in the restaurant business. I went to UNC Chapel Hill and finished pre-med. Um, and then life has a way of bringing things back full circle. And um, the opportunity came and 
kind of and in a way duty called as well to mm-hmm. help help the family out a little bit and so that's what I did and so I came in and um, I've been running things and organizing things probably for the last eight years now so oh my gosh we have such a similar story so I my mom owns the magazines mm-hmm. and she I went to school I went to high point for education I was gonna be a teacher did my student teaching and I was like nope not for me so duty called back at the magazine and kind of same thing I felt you know it's a family business you have a lot of passion for a family business naturally and yeah I've been doing it for about 10 year almost 10 years now working for family can be tough but it's rewarding at the same time yeah it definitely has its ups and downs so I tell people it's like 90 percent of the time I think it's pretty good but there's that 10 percent man (laughs) I'm kind of the opposite I uh started in the family business you're like get me out of here (laughs) no no i loved working in the family business i just hated the industry that the family was in Uh, and that was if i were into that i would own it now and we would still be up and running with that but i did not care at all for what we did yeah and um i've always been into the technology things and that's why I moved into that. Yeah. <laughs> into what I'm doing. So, but yeah, I started in the family business and I understand cause I, yeah. I worked there for 25, 28, 29 years, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when the opportunity was there to, to move on, that's what I did. Yeah. You got to follow your dreams. My, my dad is a small business owner too. He was, he's retired and my brother didn't chose not to, follow that path so do you have siblings i have one sister <laughs> um she wor- grew up working in the business too she does not she's um, not interested she's not interested currently yeah i try to get her to join all the time yeah um, but you know you um i'll be completely honest there's things about the restaurant industry that drive me crazy but then there's other things that i absolutely love and i love the relationships especially the community relationships yeah i was gonna say tell it. tell us about the things you love about the restaurant world um well Nobody can see me on this podcast, but obviously I love food. <laughs> love the barbecue. Oh, me too, uh, man. I love food. But, uh, you know, even beyond that, um, being a part of the community has been a very rewarding experience. I mean, with five locations, I've met a lot, tons of people. Um, and it's it's just nice to, to be able to be a part of something, be a part of an extended community, and to try to give back in a particular way. And that's always been a focus a little bit of, yeah. since I've come along with little Richards is tr- I've been very blessed. My family's been very blessed. My father came to this country as an immigrant. So came here with pretty much nothing and made something of himself. And so that comes with a sense of responsibility. I feel a responsibility to carry that on, but you know, I think it's also important to give back the blessings. So, yeah. I um, love that. Does it ever the, feel heavy? The weight of responsibility? I mean, sometimes, especially in this last year and a half with COVID and all these things going on and yeah. COVID restrictions and quarantines and employment issues and supply chain issues. I mean, I could go on forever. It's yes, the responsibility has felt a little wearing at times. But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, we all have our health. We all have our businesses. Um, we're able to employ people in the community. And that's a rewarding thing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, the restaurant business is just so exciting to me because it's like people, especially in the South, man, we love our food. We love to gather around the table. And so it's just rewarding to be 
to have five places where people come and do that, you know? It's nice. It's nice to see people having a good time together, especially, you know, I hate to keep bringing up COVID, but it's true. Like after people have been locked up for so long and to see people coming out and to spend time with their family and friends together, just enjoying a beer, or, yeah. you know, enjoying a barbecue sandwich, Things that we used to take for granted. Things that we took for granted. It's very rewarding to see those things happening now. I remember whenever we first reopened following the takeout era, and just to see people come in and how excited people were just to come and sit and hang out with yeah. their friends and family. And you, you, it's a priceless moment. You can't replace that. Yeah. Well, y'all crushed it with the takeout. I think y'all were really pretty proficient at takeout before, but I got Little Richard's takeout many a time during COVID <laughs> and y'all did great with it. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, we tried our best. Uh, it was a learning process for all us. We'd always had a takeout business, but, you know, it's one thing to have a takeout business and it's another thing for that to be your entire business yeah, so, yeah. um yeah. so it, it was it was an adjustment and even in our new location on stratford road we had not really focused when we opened on a takeout business at all um because the more, bar it was, was more about draw, the, yeah. in, an indoor experience with the bar and you know making barbecue not just this quick eating thing but more of like an, an evening out where you can enjoy yourself mm-hmm. and um you know, that was that was tough in the beginning of COVID. It, it took some adjustment and took some promotion, but people, you know, still came out and supported and it grew our takeout business. And that takeout business has stayed this at the same levels, even as we've reopened, which has been you know, awesome. one of the benefits of everything that's gone on. Did you have to adapt to the grocery store model at all? Um, we tried to do some sort of like, um, party platter things and stuff like that, like family meals. Um, we did a lot of those types of things, but we did not do anything like as far as raw product or anything like that. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sure that you have kind of helped your dad bring little Richards more into the technology and social media and that kind of thing. Tell us about that. Yeah. I'm speculating, uh, so, and I'm no, assuming. You're, but. you're right. <laughs> uh, I'm not the most technologically advanced, but I mean, I'm definitely more proficient than my... 65 year old father (laughs) as far as technology um yeah we've tried to um increase our social media presence um through facebook and instagram we have a pretty big following and try to make it as interactive as possible um and we try to promote not just our food but things that we're doing um and the restaurant trying to make it a more interactive way of introducing them to management or some of the community service things that we do in the community trying to make this make the Little Richards extended family feel part of the the family itself. Yeah, what are some community service things that y'all are doing right now, or that you've done in the past? That well, two of our major projects um, we sponsor Thanksgiving at Samaritan Ministries every year. I did not know that. That's so, very cool. Um, well, actually, technically, it's the Sunday before Thanksgiving these days. But mm-hmm. um, we tr- we used to. Um, my father started this years ago, and so in a way to give back, we used to. Um, us homeless people to our restaurant in Clemens and provide a restaurant experience for them. So um, for Thanksgiving, legalities and stuff got in the way with as far as busing people and stuff like that over time. So we instead now go to Samaritan Ministries and redecorate the entire place and make it look like Little Richard's with checkered tablecloths and those types of things. And we partner with a different organization every year to be those servers. So, um, you know, I think it's important for kids to get involved in the community and to give back in any way they can. So last, well, we were not able to do it last year because of COVID, but in 20, 
19, um, we had partnered with some ki- with the Key Club from West Versailles High School. Oh, and so cool. they came out and we had a little training and then they served everybody and stuff like that. So that's kind of our major local project. And um, But our other project that we've started that is kind of our bigger one, I guess, is um, we have at Little Richards, we have Meal for Meal Mondays is what we call them now. So for every meal that we sell, we donate a meal to a starving um, child and around the world so um we are partnered with this organization called feed my starving children okay um and they do missionary work around the world depending on where there's need whether it's africa haiti or you know particularly where natural disasters are and stuff like that and um yeah we collect the money over time you know and match for every meal and then um we have done a couple of meal packing events so Mm -hmm. where um and the last one we also did was at west forsyth high school but we packed a hundred thousand meals to be sent around the world i remember seeing promo on that which was it was really it was a really amazing experience and i'm excited hopefully once the covid settles down again to do another one um because we have the money there to do it again but it's just so cool to see so many people come together. We needed 500 volunteers. I to was going to say, how many volunteers do you need? Yeah, to it was a requirement of 500 volunteers. We didn't actually get 500. We were a few short. Wow. And, but but we still packed in record impressive. time. So bravos to Winston-Salem for packing in record time for this organization. What was the time? Um, I think it was a little over four hours. For 100,000 meals. Mm-hmm. That is so impressive. So everybody was working like crazy machines, but it was it was awesome. And, you know, some customers ask, you know, why, why do something, you know, for some random person around the world and not in our local community? And, and my answer to that always is, you know, we do things in our local community, but in the United States, we're blessed here. There's nobody literally dying of hunger. There's so many opportunities for people to eat. And we take food for granted in many cases in this country. And so, you know, the, the, if you look at the statistics for how many kids actually die of hunger around the world, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, it's never, it's never a kid's fault to be in that position. So whatever little we can do, I think is important. So that's so great. I love hearing how passionate you are about, about the things that y'all do to give back. And I think, like you said, that's so key to a successful business, I think is to have that mindset of also giving back. Yeah. I mean, look, I'll be the first one to admit I'm very blessed. I'm 30 years old and have way more than I should ever have. And I'm very blessed, but you know, I think with that, you know, I think we owe something back to the world for, for providing those blessings and try to pass them forward. So if it's through my business that I'm able to do it, you know, that's great for me. I love it. I love it. So will the Thanksgiving at the Samaritan ministries happen this year? We're still talking with them about it. So it hasn't been determined yet. I think it just basically depends on COVID, yeah. COVID cases at this yeah. point. Well, fingers crossed that that will work out. That's yeah, if exciting. not, you know, maybe in the springtime, maybe do Easter or something. I don't yeah, know. there so, you go. So Pivot, we'll, we'll, always pivoting. We'll, we'll figure something out. People just, in the restaurant world, y'all have been forced to pivot in so many ways. Like, y- y'all are just creative. Everybody in the business, <laughs> in the <laughs> well, restaurant industry, I'm like, y'all are creative. I'm impressed. Well, I mean, you have to you have to do something. We've gotten a lot of curveballs thrown at us in the last 18 months. Yeah. So. You gotta, you gotta pivot to something. I mean, who would have thought? It's yeah, it's so crazy. I, I would have never thought we'd be talking about the things we're talking about eighteen months later. But oh, here same we are. here. I remember hearing the word COVID at my thirtieth birthday party. I was out in snowshoe snowboarding, and I was like, oh, I'm sure that'll pass by in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. <laughs> here we yeah, are. I was supposed to have been last year for my birthday in New York City. Yeah. Nope. Nope. 
My birthday was the end of February, so I like squeezed in my birthday and then the world shut down. Yeah. <laughs> Just, I mean, side note, I was actually out of the country right bef- before the COVID oh, wow. shutdown. And I was in Greece, where my family's from. And they had the first COVID case in Greece. And we were like joking about it. We were like, what is this COVID thing? They're shutting down the whole country for one case. Yeah. So anyways, like I ended up having to come back early. I came back two days before they closed the border and I was flying through Zurich. I remember. And I was at the airport and I was like, it was like something out of a movie, like everybody in hazmat suits and all these like temperature checks and whatever. And I was like, what? Okay. I clearly missed the memo. There's something like really going on. (laughs) How often do you go to Greece? Um, I try to go every year. Um, you know, it doesn't always happen, but yeah. I have a lot of family there. You know, yeah. my, both of my parents are from Greece. so That's like I top to of my back. bucket list to go to Greece. I, I'm biased, but it's my favorite place on earth. So It's beautiful. It, every time I see pictures or videos, I'm like, oh, it's so pretty. Is it a, is it a tough day of travel to get there? Um, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's hard. It's a little bit. It's just with the time change, it's, you know, and sitting that many hours on a plane, but... You know, you go there and it's hot and sunny every day and it's not raining. So you, you get in the good mood. Yeah. So I have an important question for you. Yes. What's your favorite Little Richard's dish? You had to pick one. Oh, that's a tough one. It's like picking a favorite child. I know. <laughs> you know, I'll say this. Okay. Obviously, I'll, pork barbecue with, with Lexington and dip and barbecue slaw will always hold a special place in my heart. You know, it's, it's the Gotta classic. Have the it's what's slaw. in here. But... But um, I really like some of the new dishes that we have at our new location. With um, one of them, we have a smoked fried chicken sandwich. That one Ooh. I really like. It's a um, a smoked chicken thigh that, that we then bread and fry, and um, we top it with our comeback sauce and slaw. And then I like to also add our homemade hot sauce, which is our voodoo sauce on there too. So, oh my gosh, that's kind of probably one of my. I'm like kind of hungry. What time is it? It's lunchtime. It's, it's lunchtime. That time, sounds amazing. <laughs> Why didn't you bring us one to sample? I can, I can <laughs> swing by and come back. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that sounds really good. So that's probably my favorite. You know, I like um, – so because we open in our new location, we have so much more space. We've been able to do a lot of different adaptations to mainstay classics. So, like, we have all of the same things we have at our other locations mm-hmm. as far as smoked meats and stuff like that. But um, we've been able to do different spins on it. So we have, like, a whole, like, Mexican section, which is, like – Yep, I've seen that. Um our take on Mexican food. So we have like tacos, quesadillas, tequillas, stuff like that, nachos, which is some of my favorite things too. And maybe it's just because they're newer to me and, uh, you know, was I've that been used your, to eating barbecue my whole life. <laughs> was that your idea to kind of shift and have some additional menu items added? Yeah. Or was it's, it a team effort? Well, I'll say everything's a team effort. I mean, we, we sure, work, sure. Pretty, you know, pretty closely together, but yeah, I think we've tried to, adapt and change um as we've been in business i mean we've been in business now as little richards for 30 years mm-hmm. and how little richard started 30 years so when ago. you were born the year you were born yes uh, I, oh, they, I did the math that's the year cool. i was born was the year little richards was born so, wow, that's so um, cool. you know and the way we started 30 years ago versus the way we operate today are completely different but the, the but the winston-salem communities changed as well oh you have to i say all the time if you're not growing and changing and adapting you're dying yeah. like your business can't just stay the same so i mean we'll always stay true to lexington style barbecue but you know we're the triads become a more transient society you know there's people that come from all over the parts of the country yeah. and you know depending on what part of the country you are you have a different understanding of what barbecue is so mm-hmm. sure. um 
with that, you know, we've tried to introduce things over time, different sauces, different meats, brisket, ribs, et cetera. And, and so our menus kind of gravitated towards that over yeah. time. Yeah. Well, I will say I went to, um, I think Kansas city mm-hmm. a couple years ago and we, they were like raving about the barbecue and I was like, and it was okay, but Lexington style barbecue. You just it's what, can't, it's, you look, can't it's what we it. know. It's, it's what we grew up with. That barbecue slaw, yeah, yeah it's just, it tastes like home, yeah. you know? It's, it, so I've done plenty of barbecue tours in my yeah. life. Um, yeah. And one of my favorite ones is I did like a, I can't remember if it was two or three week tour in Texas. Wow. I just drove and ate barbecue for <laughs> three weeks. Actually. <laughs> Sounds terrible. I was with a friend of mine that wanted to open a Tex-Mex restaurant. So we would alternate between tacos and barbecue for three straight weeks. That sounds like heaven. That sounds like literal heaven. I won't tell you how much weight I put on in three weeks, but <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole nother story. But, you know, I mean, brisket and everything was great. I mean, loved it. But it just. It, it, it's not, not it's not the same. It's yeah. not, it's in my head, you know, barbecue is pork, you know, and their head barbecue is beef and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, it's what we've grown up with. And then, yeah. you know, I talked to like friends of mine that I have out West and stuff like that. And they're talking about, and I'm saying like, oh yeah, I have a barbecue restaurant. And they're like, what hamburgers and hot dogs? And I'm like, no, no. <laughs> like barbecue is a noun here. It's not a verb. You know, yeah. It's not an action. It's an actual, <laughs> it's an actual that. food. Yeah. That would be cookout. Yeah. <laughs> you have a cookout. <laughs> That's so funny. So it's cool to, you know, also have a a restaurant that is so cultural like that you know it's so it's so native to our area and And it's it's exciting that you can kind of evolve it and keep the classics but still kind of evolve the business Mm -hmm. i love that well i can't believe it's already been this much time you i could talk to you all day so tell us how we can find little richards on social media online you can find us on facebook or instagram um Little Richard's Barbecue or on our website, littlerichardsbarbecue.com, okay. um, that will link you to all of those things. We'll put that in the in the show notes so people can can find you guys. And if you haven't been to Little Richard's, you must not be from here. But <laughs> <laughs> go check them out. Go check out their new Stratford location. Not so new anymore, but still feels new to me. It is, I mean, well, we've been kind yeah. of working into the COVID era for 18 yeah. months, so it still feels new to all of us. Yeah, it's a beautiful restaurant. Well, thank, thank you, you. Stephen. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you, guys. It was nice being here. Yeah, and as always, for Scythe Mags, you can find us on social media, online, ForsytheMags.com, and at ForsytheMags. And that's a wrap for today. The views and opinions stated on this podcast are solely those of the contributors and not necessarily those of our distributors or hosting companies. This podcast is copyrighted and cannot be reproduced without expressed written consent of Forsyth Magazines Incorporated. Ooh, that's a mouthful. <laughs>